0: AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word
1: Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to AM 630 The Word Church of the Week. This is my favorite time of the week because this is when we feature a church that is in our backyard. I always say this. I love the national preachers. They travel all over the world. I love to hear them and watch them. But there's something special about that man, about that woman that stays close to home, that's in our backyard, that reaches those that we love, that ministers, that sweats that cries, that rolls up his sleeve, and just puts the time and investment in those that that live in our own community, those that live in San Antonio. One of my favorite passages of all time, it's got to be Isaiah 61. Uh, Part of that passage talks about, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. I believe the Lord's favor has has come, and it's not just a day. Another, in another place, the Bible says, "This is the day the Lord has made." And yes, it is the day. Uh, but I believe it's also there is a time of the Lord's favor, and we are here today experiencing God's favor. One of the reasons we are is because we have beautiful churches, beautiful, great men and women that are in our city. And today, I am honored to have one of them. I'm here with Pastor Robert Flores from the Great Church of Bethesda Assemblies of God. Pastor Flores, thank you for,
2: for coming and being here in the studio with us today. Marcus, it is such an honor and a joy to be with you today. Thank you for the invitation, and thank you for this privilege of, of communicating with everybody what the Lord's doing in our lives and in our church. It is, it is truly
1: an honor. I love, I love, I love my job. Let me let me say that. I love this part of my job. absolutely. And I hope my boss is listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what I love about this is that I get to communicate with people, with with yourself, people that have that have invested in San Antonio. Now, I'm a New Yorker. I'm originally from New York. I I flew all the way over here.
2: By the way, Uh, the accent is amazing. I love the New York. You like like that? that. Yes, sir. Forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) Do my best to, to emulate that.
1: But there's another great accent in this room, and that's a San Antonio Come accent. Come on. Yes, sir. You know, you are from here. I want you to give me a little bit, just a glimpse. Give me the 30,000-foot uh, uh, preview of, of, your, of your testimony. What happened that you decided to be a pastor, a preacher? You said yes to the call. Tell me a little bit about
2: that. Yeah, well, you know, I am born and raised here in San Antonio all of my life. Um, I was raised by a wonderful family, godly parents, beautiful examples of just who who God is and uh, always raised me to love the Lord. You know, As a matter of fact, I've had one pastor my entire life, attended one church my entire life. My pastor dedicated me uh, as a baby unto the Lord. Wow. And years later, I came back and served under his ministry and continue to serve in that same church, the church where I always grew up in. That's a church that I pastor now. And so you know, how did the Lord call me? Well, I don't know if my story is a little bit different. You know, growing up my entire life, I had an awareness that God had his hand on me. Uh, I just always knew that God was going to use my life as a, as a little boy. The earliest memories that I have are memories of me desiring to serve the Lord and to be a preacher of the gospel. Yeah. I just always desired that. When I was five years old, uh, I was actually hit by a car. A car hit me. It landed me in the hospital for a month and wow. I was in, a, in almost a body cast for about four or five months after that. Um, there's a story that my father tells. I don't, I don't quite remember it. I was, you know, a little young. But he says that one of those afternoons I was in the hospital and I could barely move. My leg was so, so broken, so shattered that it was in traction. I could barely move my body, but I was looking out of the window of that hospital room. And he says that there was a bird that just flew on that windowsill and stayed there for about 20, 30 minutes. The bird and I locked eyes. Yeah. Okay. The bird, after 20, 30 minutes, flew away. My father says that I sat up, and I said in Spanish, yo voy a predicar el evangelio, which means I'm going to preach the gospel. Now, I don't remember if God, you know, used that bird or what exactly happened. But in my heart, there was just an awareness that God had called me to this. And so, you know, I grew up and went to John Marshall High School. During that time of my life, the Lord really started dealing with my heart that it was going to be time to prepare And so uh, I spoke with my pastor, spoke with leaders in my church, my youth pastor at the time. As a high school student. As a high school student. And they encouraged me. You know, I I really believe in the encouragement of of godly people, godly leaders. They should not, you know, we as leaders and as adults, we shouldn't diminish the dreams and the Mm -hmm. visions that our young people have. But we ought to encourage it. And, you know, unfortunately, along the way, I heard people tell me, well, are you sure that that's what you want? You know, you're going to be poor the rest of your life. (laughs) <laughs> and a lot of times these were well-meaning people, yeah. you know, um, but that's not the counsel and the advice. It is a privilege and an honor to serve the Lord. And if you're called by God to, to be in his work, to do the work of the ministry, you know, the Lord takes care of his own. That's right. And, and, and I believe that. So I had godly pastors and leaders that, that encouraged me. I went to study at Southwestern Assemblies of God University in, in Waxahachie, Texas, just outside of Dallas. And the Lord really used that time in my life to to shape me, to mold me. And uh, after that, I came back to my home church. My, my pastor allowed yeah. me, gave me an opportunity to come and serve under him. And uh, I thought that it was going to be for maybe a year or two years. The Lord had different plans, and I'm still there 18 years later.
1: Wow. What a, what a testimony. I mean, I've, I've heard some testimonies in this program of men and women that have been through hell and high water. Right, right. And God brings them and puts them, and yeah. wow. And they're great testimonies. Those are great testimonies. Yes. This testimony, however, this is a favorite testimony. Amen. You know, um, I didn't I just I just had that verse pop into my heart a minute ago. Right. But this is favor. Amen. You Amen. know, Isaiah 62 says that we're going to, you know, to declare, to proclaim the 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 year of the Lord's favor. Your life has been, uh, I mean, not without trouble, I'm sure. Absolutely. But but the way you tell this uh, from day one, almost he, your pastor
2: dedicated you. Yes. And then gave you the church and probably dedicated you as, as the pastor of the <laughs> you church. Know, it's been an amazing ride. I tell people all the time, because I get asked this question, well, how can you relate to those that have come from a different lifestyle, mm-hmm. that have come from the streets and right. the drugs and the alcohol? I don't know that life. I've never known that life. God has preserved me. Yeah. But this is what I tell people, because we have a church full of people from all sorts of backgrounds. And we've got people that, you know, that are ex-drug addicts. And if I'm going to be honest, there are some in there that are still working those things out yeah, of their lives. Yeah, the yeah. Holy Spirit is still doing the work. Um, but I tell people this all the time. I represent... Who your children are going to be now mm. because you're going to be that godly father. You're going to be that that woman of God that mothers her children. And so I represent the opportunity that you have to minister to your children and to see them become everything that God would Standing want them to do.
1: Standing right in front of you. Yeah, that's right. Right. is that's the right. example of what
2: your kids can be. I love
1: that. That's right. I love, I love the way you pose that. That is a That is a great way they're looking at what their children can be. They made some decisions in their past that are under the blood, that are forgiven. Ain't nobody judging you. That's correct. But now let's live right and let's raise this next generation to be men and women of God. What a a great example. I I, I love that. Uh, You're listening to Church of the Week here on AM630 The Word, and we are, again, blessed to have the pastor, lead pastor of Bethesda Church. And you talked about that man. That pastor, yes.
2: your pastor, tell me a
1: little bit about him. I think, I think he deserves a little shout out. Absolutely. What do you, what do you
2: think? Well, his name is Pastor Abel Vasquez. Uh, he has been at Bethesda 40 plus years wow. in the ministry, you know, longer than that. But at one church, 40 plus years. When he came to Bethesda, it was literally a handful of people. Yeah. And um, they were on a small little church off of South Cross. Uh, they're on the south side of San Antonio. And, you know, he came with a handful of people, started pastoring them and shepherding them. But he had a vision uh, that was much bigger than his current situation. Exactly. And, you know, that's just how the the Lord works. He'll give you a bigger vision than what you're currently seeing. And he was just diligent for all of those years, plowed and plowed and invested in that neighborhood and in that community. And in 1982, he led uh, the church had grown from a handful of people to a few dozen people. But he led them to a, a larger property, uh, about six acres there on, on Sarsamora, 8311 South Sarsamora, a beautiful uh, older Baptist church. It had been a Baptist church, and but that church had, had dwindled down, and, and they didn't have a lot of life. Well, this was an up-and-coming church. There was mm-hmm. a lot of life in it, and the Lord just opened that door opportunity. So in 82, he led the, the few dozen people into that church. And uh, since then, the Lord has just increased today. Uh, every weekend, there's you know, a little over 1,000 people that come and, and that we have the privilege of serving and of, and of ministering on, uh, on, a, on a weekly basis every Sunday. Um, but I see his faithfulness and the vision that God had given him. And he says today, you know, this is what I saw 30, 40 years ago. I'm wow. living it now, and I'm seeing it with my very eyes. So what a testimony.
1: You know there there are not too many men like that.
2: Mm, no, there's not.
1: Uh, there's not even even in the church. Yeah. You know there there are not too many men like that. But look at what can happen. You know, because yes. I'm sure there are a bunch of pastors and preachers listening to us right now. Yes. Look at what can happen when when you're able to to dream big enough. Yes. Not only for your own life and your own generation, but for the
2: next generation. Well, I believe with all of my heart that a, that a truly God given dream is going to outlast your lifetime. Yes. And, it, and, you know, a God-given dream is from generation to generation. He is a God of, of Jacob and Isaac, Abraham, start, you know, yes. started that, that whole dream with him. But it's, he's a generational God. And so if God really puts a dream in your heart, a vision in your, in your heart, it's going to outlast your lifetime. Let me tell you something. I know what's happening right now. People
1: are driving around, and they're saying, tell me, where do I go on Sunday already? Yeah. I'm sold. I want to go to that church. <laughs> well, you're listening to the pastor, lead pastor of Bethesda,
2: uh, Assemblies of god church tell me pastor give
1: me give me the address again, where are you guys Yes located? sir
2: we are at eighty three eleven south Sarsamora. so if you 're coming thirty five south uh you 'll exit Sarsamora, and we are just about a mile uh from from there between thirty five and and four ten between thirty five is it around the corner from the Jalisco or yeah jalisco's <laughs> just just down the street absolutely. Yeah, there by South Park Mall. A lot of people might, might know that. There you area. go. That's, yes, what, that's
1: what I want a landmark that people yes. could find it. Okay, so it's by the South Park Mall. Absolutely. Uh, you, have, you have several services on Sunday.
2: We do. On Sundays, we have three services. Uh, nine o'clock, we begin the day with our, our Spanish service. And then we have an English service at 11 and a second English service at, at 1 p.m. So nine, 11, and 1 are our services on Sunday. Wow. And it's live. Oh, it's not only live, but it's alive. All right. It's alive. Yeah. I mean, the so, spirit of the Lord is there. It's, it's awesome. So when we go,
1: so when we go first, hopefully we'll find some seating because it sounds like it's getting packed.
2: It is. It is. But we'll, we will definitely make room.
1: All right. We'll yes. have the guys stand up, let the women sit down. That's right. And, but when we, when we
2: show up, uh, we're, we're going to experience the, the presence of God. Listen, I can't tell you how many times people said from the moment we entered the parking lot. There's been several testimonies. People just passing by, they'll come in and they'll say, I don't even know why I'm here. Wow! But when you get there, yeah, there's going to be a team of people working our, our park, parking lot. It's a parking lot ministry. They come and they help you and they'll tell you exactly where to, where to park. If you need help, you know, getting a, an elderly person down or any type of help, maybe with children, they're there ready to assist on a rainy day. They've got their umbrellas ready to go. You come into to the doors of the, of the lobby there and there's greeters that are just lovingly welcoming you into the house of the Lord. Uh, you can check in your children. We got a, a very safe and Secure check-in system where the parents can come and and, and uh, check in their kids so that they can go to their services and their classes. Or if you know, I know sometimes a lot of a lot of times when somebody's visiting a new church, a parent doesn't feel quite right, quite there yet. They want to keep the kids. They want to keep their kids, and so that's that's perfectly fine as well. And um, but then you'll be uh, escorted into our sanctuary by one of our, our great ushers or or hosts there, and um, and then begins the worship. And yeah. we have an incredible worship team. I just, I mean. The Lord just flows through them. We, we, we give time. We allow the time for the Lord to do his thing during our worship. So it's not a stopwatch worship? No, it's not. It's not. You know, obviously, we, we have to have some type of parameters because we have, we have three services on Sunday. That's right. And uh, so there has to be, you know, there has to be a, a structure there and a strategy there. But but within that, the Holy Spirit always has control of the services.
1: You mentioned something that I want to I dig a little bit because I grew up in an Assemblies of God church in the Bronx. Cool.
2: And uh, we have Royal Rangers. Yeah, I understand you guys you guys run with that or we do we do we have we have roller rangers now I'll be honest um, the Royal Rangers ministry throughout the years has, has gone through some adjustments. It's, mm-hmm. it's gone through some transitions. But but that's the mark of a good ministry. Exactly. That's the mark of a good ministry. And so, you know, it's, it's current for today. It's ministering to our boys today. As a matter of fact, uh, last Tuesday, we have our midweeks on Tuesdays, and that's when our Royal Rangers meet. Okay. And um, last Tuesday, they invited me to go in and share a devotion with them. And so, you know, I went in there to share a devotion. Right now, they're getting ready for—those of you who are familiar with the ministry of, of uh, Royal Rangers— they're getting ready for their Pinewood Derby, and that's where they build these little cars out of these yes. wooden boxes. And so right now, we've got all these men in the in the church that are there mentoring the boys, working with them, helping them prepare their cars. But as they're doing that, you know, they're teaching them about life. They're teaching them about God. It's an amazing ministry. So we, we do still have that, and it's, and it's super effective for our boys.
1: I remember uh, I went to a powwow, they yeah, called it, right? Yeah. And so they took us in, in my view, they took us to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, the boonies. I'm, I'm from the Bronx, from yeah. the concrete jungle. Yes, sir. And they took us to the middle of nowhere, and they said, put your tent together. I was like, what? <laughs> What's that? Where's, where's the concrete? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I can so imagine. So an hour later, I'm still trying to put some sticks together, start a fire. I can uh, imagine. But that's a different testimony. Yes, sir. Uh, but tell me now, Pastor, uh, when, when we show up to the church, uh, one of the things that a lot of people are concerned with, how do I dress? Is this a three-piece suit church? Is this mm-hmm. a shorts and chancla church? Uh, is, does it even matter how, how we show up?
2: Marcus, to be honest with you, it does not matter. It does not matter. Um, you know, on any given Sunday, we've got, we've got people that are just dressed in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And, and the majority are a little bit more casual. You know, the majority of our people are a little bit more casual. We still have some people that enjoy, you know, putting a tie and a, and a, and a suit on. And that's fine, too. As a matter of fact, from the pulpit, I, I diversify my, my, my wardrobe just so that I can, you know, try to make everybody feel comfortable. So one Sunday, I might have a, a shirt so and a tie so on. So the first
1: Sunday is three-piece suit yeah, Sunday? Yeah,
2: it might be. It might be. <laughs> um, you know, and then at other times, I've got my jeans and I've got a shirt, maybe maybe a coat on or something like that. But yeah, however, however you know, you'd like to dress and you're comfortable, as when, long as when, you are dressed. When are you
1: going to do the shorts and chunclins? I want to see that Sunday.
2: You'll see some people like that there. I probably won't from the pulpit, but you will see. Some people like that.
1: (laughs) Well, all right. Well, uh, talk to me a little bit uh, about what is the preparation. You, it it sounds like you put your people to work, uh, and and that they love serving. Mm. And and I know I know firsthand the 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 culture. Yes. The culture of the church is many times to serve, to love on others, to help. And you're talking about the parking ministry. Mm -hmm. It begins there. Absolutely. Uh, Talk to me about you. You have a school of ministry.
2: We sure do. We do have a school of ministry for for over 20 years there at at Bethesda. We have run Bethesda School of Ministries. Actually, one of the visions that that Pastor Vasquez had in his heart. And so for over 20 years, um, we've run that, that, that ministry. We have several pastors around the city today that are graduates of that, of that school of ministry. And of course, not everybody that graduates goes on to, to pastor. Um, but they are, they are much more equipped, better equipped to be of help and of assistance to their pastors in their, in their local churches. And so there's a lot of people that come to, for just their own personal benefit, growth, spiritual edification. Uh, but there's some that are really uh, seeking to pursue ministry, pursue credentials, maybe with an organization. Uh, so at our school, at, at Bethesda School of Ministries, uh, they do qualify for you know all the educational requirements for for credentials with the Assemblies of God, and and throughout the the years we've had several other organizations that have honored uh, the training that is that is done there, and they credential you know their ministers through the the, through that the they training. Through the training they receive that year. Yes, absolutely. That is excellent. Yeah,
1: I love that. I love that plan because we cannot just have a an inside focus that's right you know if we're gonna be the body of christ we have to be able to give absolutely and to sometimes let people go yes plant the church yeah go do your thing that's
2: right that's right and and one of the cool things is that uh in this school we have a program that is completely in spanish and one that's completely in english and so, you know, sometimes people just, they need that, that language. That's their language. Yeah. And other times it's just a preference. But we do provide that. And we have great teachers, great instructors there that are godly men and women and used of the Lord. A lot of experience in ministry. So we have a good time.
1: I'm sure somewhere in there, there's, there's a class that's in Tex-Mex.
2: <laughs> Seguro que si, absolutely, yes, yes. Seguro que yes. Yes, that's right, that's right.
1: That's such a, that's such a beautiful thing here in San Antonio. It, is, it uh, is. The Hispanic, the English, I love the culture. Coming from New York, let me tell you something. Yeah. Coming from New York, uh, where it is the original melting pot, yes. I am noticing so much that San Antonio is becoming just like that. Yeah. There's a lot of different, just, just earlier mm-hmm. uh, in, in, a, in a previous program, I interviewed a pastor from India. Nice. You know, and he's here. He considers himself a San Antonian. You know, so. wow. I mean, home is, is Texas.
2: Yes. yes. You know,
1: his cowboy hat and, and straw in his mouth. And wow. he's, he's from India. Yeah. You know, and so that is happening over and over again. So many people are God is calling them into this city. Absolutely. And I thank God for that. And so uh we we are we're looking, I believe, San Antonio as a city. Yes. We're we're looking for for light, we're looking Amen. for a pillar, we're looking for, for a strong foundation, we're looking for something. And I wonder, what would you tell? Now, this is your time to, to preach a little bit. Okay. Uh, what would you tell the city, someone that is looking for an answer, someone that's driving down 281 and, and, and just looking for a word, Lord, speak to me, and they turn to 81? Yeah.
2: What would you say, Pastor? You know, one of the mistakes that we often make is that we operate out of a place of fear, mm-hmm. okay? There's a lot of experiences in our lives, and, and a lot of them haven't been good. But when you live long enough and you, you experience some of those things in your life that weren't quite good, it, it sometimes leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Right. And it, and it leaves you with this sense of fear. Well, what if I do this? Or What if this doesn't work out? Or what if this is going to be the same thing that it's always been? You know, as I talk with people, that's one of the things that happens. Things are never going to change. We just get into that rut, and there's this kind of a, a, a spirit of fear in a sense that we're just always going to be in that in that situation. Well, with Christ, we don't operate out of fear. We operate out of faith. That's right. And faith is this powerful thing that doesn't tell us what our what our worth is or what our abilities are. Through faith, we tell it what's mm-hmm. going to happen. You know, through faith, we speak to mountains and they are removed. Through faith, we stand upon God's word and, and, you know, we resist the devil and he has to flee. So I would tell people today, don't operate out out of fear, operate out of faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I love this program because you're highlighting churches all over our city, all over our area, that are preaching the word of God. And yes. if there's anything that this world needs today, with everything that's going on in, in our society, and our world, and, you know, world events, we need the word of God. Yes. We need our faith to rise. And, and again, those things are not telling us what to do. Through our faith, we're telling them what's going to happen. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, I was, I was doing some
1: research on the church and on, and on you. And, okay. Uh, and I, I bumped into a, a comment on Facebook. Okay. And just just the the first little sentence on there, yeah. uh, it said, "I love my church."
2: Mm, yeah, you know th- yeah. the
1: rest of whatever he said was like it became irrelevant <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah. because there's nothing like a church, and there's nothing like a church that you love. That's right, you know. And and your people, your people love you. And 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 I'm not one of that congregating in sure, your church but if sure. i could yeah and i could almost hear the congregation mm-hmm. uh saying amen yeah you know they they love their church and amen. and just sitting here with you pastor i just i just i just feel that that there was such a love in that in that place and if you today are listening uh and you're driving down and you're getting ready where do i go to church where should i do god mm-hmm. let me tell you give bethesda yes. a shot come by check them out Give me your address again, Pastor. Address is 8311 South Sarsamora. And by the, by the South Park Mall. That's right, right. And if you're coming from the north side, it'll be worth the
2: drive. It will be. We, it, it, here's the crazy thing. All of my, like I was telling you earlier, um, Bethesda has been the only church I've ever attended. Right. But I didn't grow up on the south side. Ah. I grew up on the northwest side. You know, 410, Evers, Bandera Road was, was kind of my, my stomping grounds. But all of my life, my parents drove us and took us to church. And today we have people from all over the city. Live Oak, um, you know, that, that area, Petranco, 1604, people from Lytle, Divine, all sorts of areas. Jordan, Tin, They they come from all over. And uh, we're just one big happy family. We love it. God's doing amazing that things. That is such
1: a testimony of a great church, I believe. Amen. That you're not limited to miles. That's right to only five miles radius. Yeah. When people cross town to get to church is because there's a good thing happening there. Amen. And so uh one thing that another thing that, that just uh stuck out to me as I was as I was poking around mm-hmm. uh I, I was I was gonna say something about the the, the car the car hitting you 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 mentioned that already.
2: <laughs> you found that one, huh? I th- yeah,
1: I found that. That wasn't too hard. But your your vision, the vision of the church minister, uh, ministering to families, evangelizing the world, rebuilding lives, creating community, and yielding everything to, to God. God. That's right. I think that's beautiful. That's it. What else? What What else could we could mm. we be looking for yeah. in a church? And that's I want right. to, if if you would allow me, Pastor, I want to put you on the spot again. Yeah, I, invite San Antonio. Uh, who better? to invite uh, to your church than, than the pastor. Why don't you invite San Antonio? We have a few minutes left. Just, sure. just give us an invite. Give us a, a quick invite to your
2: church. Yeah. Well, somebody might be wondering, what, do, what in the world does Bethesda mean? Mm. Okay. Bethesda is a Hebrew word that means house of mercy. So if, actually, if you come to our church, you'll see on our sign, it says Bethesda, house of mercy. We want to live up to our name. Yes. We want to be the house of mercy. You know, I am the pastor of the house of mercy. Wow. So we've got to, we've got a mandate from the Lord. As a matter of fact, our, our mission is showing mercy to a broken world. So, but you know, those of you here that are, that are listening, that's what I would tell you. If you're looking for a church where you want to encounter the mercy of God, then that's the church that we want to be for your life. We feel like that's the church that God has called us to be. We're not here to judge. We're not here to condemn. But we are here to teach you and instruct you. We're here to encourage you and lovingly correct you even if that's needed. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I've needed that in my life. That's right. And it's always served for my good. It's a house of of mercy. And so if you're looking for a for a place like that to worship, to serve To come together you know i i tell when as i'm greeting our guests on sundays i tell them often i know that many of you are here you're kind of kicking the tires you know when people are looking for a new car they Mm -hmm. may not have any mechanical skills whatsoever but at the very least they're going to kick those tires to see (laughs) what it's all about you know and so i tell people come and kick our tires come and see what we're all about um there's many many great churches in san antonio many great churches on the south side and, and, and if the Lord leads you there, by all means, go there. But, but we feel like we're, we're one of those great churches yes. as well. And, and we invite anybody to come and, and just hear what the Lord is doing, see what the Lord is doing, experience the move of God there. I think you're going to really find that God's doing something really, really neat.
1: Thank you, Pastor Flores, for, for being our guest here in Church of the Week. Uh, it has been my honor to host you today. And I want to thank you for listening to AM630 The Word, the Church of the Week program. Have a great week. Go to church.